Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's going on, Fantasy Champs? What's going on? My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me as always. What's up? What's up? I uh this is a this is going to be an interesting show um because uh ADP, you know, uh is is interesting. And uh and ADP in May is really interesting. And it's, you know, I I would say it's very early. Um but, you know, talking about it is is what we do in May when there's nothing yep. to talk about. So I'm trying to, as we speak, trying to find an article where I can, when I, where I can see uh, ADP happening. But it's just the um, uh, the first look. Well, if you can't find one, I have one for underdog, which is a different. It's best ball format, so it's not redraft. Okay, but. I got I got one too. I got one on four for four. Yeah, that's the um, one. Okay, we're both looking at the same sheet. Then I don't need to send it. It's underdog though, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but probably. Uh, but anyway. So we're going to break down some ADP. Some of the ADP is going to be a little bit different um, based on formats and different stuff like that. We're going to assume it's PPR. If underdog is there, some things will be slightly different in redraft, but underdog is pretty close to what the reality is. Yeah, there's um, a couple players that will be totally different, yeah. but there's a lot of players that will be similar. Okay. So, um, and this is just an average of several different um, ADPs, the one I have for four for four. So, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see what the situation, I'm going to send this to you because it doesn't even say it has underdog. Oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah. see it. Multi- the multi-site one. Yeah. I'm on that one too as well. Uh, okay. All right. We're good. Um, so, yeah. But uh, breaking down ADP, I, I think it's important. We're, we do this uh, again closer to redraft season um, in August and September because, um, at that time, you're going to get a more uh, clear depiction of what situations are and where you should be drafting guys and where the value is and where the value isn't. And when we're this far out, you're just kind of projecting what players might do because um, the ADP is going to change significantly based on what happens. Guys can get hurt. Um, guys can overperform in camp. Um, and there's reasons why you know, a, a, a player in fantasy football is similar to a stock and can go up and down like crazy. So, um you know, obviously ADP is something that uh, is important for you to look at. So today we're going to break down ADP for fantasy football um, early, very early into this. It'll be interesting to see where guys are. Um, hopefully, you know, Rick, we're going to look at the same sheet um, and ignore all underdog. Okay. Yeah, we are. We are looking at the same sheet. So, um, so anyway, um, before we do that, check out our website, fantasygems.com, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. If you're listening on a podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other podcasting platforms, please leave a review, share this podcast with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, click the bell for notifications, like, and comment down below. So basically how this is going to work, um, is we're just going to go round by round and talk about some people, uh, that are surprising some people that, um, obviously we, we don't, we're not going to go pick by pick and talk about how, uh, you know, the 101 is the 101 and the 102 is the 102 and the 103 is the 103 and why is the 103 not the 101 we're just going to talk about rounds as holes guys that surprise us guys that don't surprise us stuff like that so um, we'll start with round one assuming it's uh 12 team um 
first round right now looks like uh, Jefferson McCaffrey, Chase, Eckler, Kelsey, Cup, Hill, Robinson, Taylor, Barkley, Diggs, and then Adams. Um, Kelsey, 105. He gets worse every year. He gets older every year, too. I know. I was going to say it gets worse, but, I mean, he's been he was worth it last year, but. So basically, um, with that, right? You see Travis Kelsey at the 105. Uh, we'll talk about that first, I guess. Um, last year, was he the wide receiver three? I think he was the wide receiver three or four. Okay, if he's producing like that, then it's it's not a bad selection. Yep. Because you might be sacrificing the wide receiver, but you're getting a player who's going to produce at the same level. Yeah. Now my issue is, is that last year was a ridiculous year for him. And if, if I, I'd have to go look at the numbers of what he had, is he ever going to top that as a 34 I, year old tight end? Definitely not. But I'm going to pull up the numbers right now. Cause I do want to confirm, you know, the definition of insanity is so he had a, a, <laughs> doing the same thing <laughs> over and over and over again. Correct. And I'm, insane because i'm out on travis kelsey again uh so kelsey had 316 total fantasy points in ppr last year um jefferson had 368 tyree kill had 341 Devonte adams had 335 stefan diggs had oh, 321. So, he fell off a bit. so he was a top five selection uh he was wide receiver five essentially um so to me when i look at that i'm drafting six seven wide receivers over travis kelsey um, especially get, well, I guess yeah, six. So, but like, I'm just I'm looking at the situation. I'm like, the, the I don't think having a really good tight end gives you that great of a positional advantage over other people because there's nine other people in your league that has to deal with not having a tight end. And if you draft a tight end as high as you would draft Travis Kelsey, that means you're sacrificing other positions like wide receiver and running back that are far more important and harder to get later in the round in later rounds when you could get you know, um, a much better or an equivalent, not an equivalent tight end, but somebody that might be slightly worse than Travis Kelsey in the middle rounds um, or even in the fourth or fifth round. So uh, that's just a strategy thing for me. But if you won championships last year, drafting Travis Kelsey, congratulations. Yeah. I, I do think he was worth it last year, even being the wide receiver five, because he was a late first round last year, mm-hmm. but being at the 105, I'm so, I know I say it every year, and I feel like I'm to the point where I pretty much have been wrong every year. He's one guy that I've been really wrong about. But the dude's going to be 34 this year, and you're going to take him at the 105 at the tight end position? Mm-hmm. Like, That's, really? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm not taking Kelsey again. Could come back to bite me, but it, he's he's going to hit a cliff, and it's coming sooner rather than later. I, it's again, I hate to be like that guy because like Max Kellerman said, Brady's going to fall off a cliff. Mm-hmm. And then it took him like seven years before he actually did fall off yeah, the cliff. The beating that Kelsey takes and the amount of targets he gets, like, right. It's not even close to the same thing as Brady. So it's definitely coming. Yeah. It's but who knows? Coming. Maybe he has one more great year and we're all wrong. And he's the top three wide receiver again. again but he would have to finish. He would have to be the wide receiver three to be worth that pick mm-hmm. at the one Oh five. We're here to give um, you fantasy advice, and our advice to you would be to not draft Travis Kelsey that high. If he's in the second round late, maybe, but like right here, this isn't like top five is not the. Place I would say the only format again, it's different, but best ball, 
Um, I would could I, I still wouldn't take him there, but I I would consider taking Kelsey just because it's best ball and it's totally yeah. you can't just like sub in a different tight end like you're just stuck with what you have. Mm-hmm. So you at least know Kelsey's gonna be productive there. Yep. But that's it. And redraft, no thank you. But we are talking about the ADP, so we should probably mention some other guys. Yeah, uh, Justin Jefferson as the 101. Um, we talked about this coming out of the uh, the regular season um, last year, and when we were recapping the season a little bit after uh, the fantasy football season ended, um, the there being a shift a little bit to the wide receiver position, and how especially in PPR leagues, how heavy um, the wide receiver position is. And and how effective it can be if you have a, a guy like Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase on your on your team. Um, so it does not surprise me that he is one hundred and one. But are you still sticking with the RB strat if you have the one hundred and one? Are you going with Justin Jefferson? I think as of right now, if I had the one hundred and one, I'd probably still take McCaffrey. Okay, yeah, sounds good. <laughs> McCaffrey, you 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 and that boy. Yeah, I, you know it. I, <laughs> it's never gonna change, man. Never. Um, Behan. Eighth overall. How does that make you feel? He's dropping, at least. Um, he was Good six. Thing. Yeah, I don't know. At eight, you know, I I don't think it's egregious at eight. I, I still wouldn't take him there. I think he should be a little lower. Okay. But I'm just looking at, like, the other running backs. To me, like, if you're in a PPR league, Eckler, yeah. McCaffrey, yeah. Jonathan Taylor, probably, yeah. But he kind of scares me. The Colts offense this year at least it's probably going to be really bad again. So like mm-hmm. he scares me. Saquon, I think I would take over Behan, but the injury history. And then you get to guys like Derek Henry, Jacobs, Chubb. So I, I don't actually hate that. I think he should be lower. I think he should be in like that 10 mm-hmm. pick 10 to um, like 10 to 15 range, I think would be better for him, but I don't hate it. Yeah. I mean, you know, just looking at PPR and how that landscape goes, you see, you know, in the top 12 here, six wide receivers go off the board and Behan would be the third running back off the board. Right. So, like, are you getting that RB3 production out of him? Like, yeah. Probably not. That's why I said, like, I I would put Barkley ahead of him. Yeah. Right. And then you probably have to put JT ahead of him too, right? Jonathan Taylor? Yeah. I don't know. Isn't he See, that's injury? what I'm saying. Like, isn't he coming <laughs> off injury? No, but he's he wasn't he he was like RB twenty last year. Or yeah, something. The offensive like that. line was freaking the, straight. But it was. But Anthony, you got you got a rookie quarterback. Like, how good are the Colts? Is that Colts offense going to be this year? You know, mm-hmm. I, I think at the end of the day, you probably still would want to take Taylor over Robinson, but it's debatable, right? Yeah. So I pick at RB. Like, I would take Barkley. I think Barkley over both those guys. But then I think you can make the real argument with Bihan as the RB4. Okay. Um, all right, let's do some like rapid fire on round one. Rapid fire. Okay. Uh, for you, who's the who's the biggest steal? Um, based on ADP? The biggest steal round one. I got my eyes on a dude. Uh, I'd probably say Barkley. I like Barkley there at the one ten. Again, I'm high on Barkley. I think last year, uh, he was what the RB three, mm-hmm. wasn't he? RB four, something like that. And I think he could have been better. I think the Giants, um, they are limited because of Danny Dimes, but 
I think Darren Waller helps because it takes away the focus a little bit for mm-hmm. defenses on Barkley. Yep. I think he's a guy that has that RB1 potential still. And as the fifth running back off the board, I, I'd be good with Barkley there. Um, and then I also like Diggs too because yeah, I'm a Diggs guy. I was guy. just about to say that. Diggs is my guy. Yeah, at, at the 111. Um, he kind of tailed off at the end of last year, but yeah. for half the season, he was like the wide receiver one yeah. or two. And I think too, like uh, he did not have the best season in the second mm-hmm. half, um, which which brought down his fantasy totals. But if he has a full season where he's really really good, um, mm-hmm. like he was in the first half, he can be a wide receiver one. So like, you know, I think all the guys here, Jefferson, Chase, uh, Tyreek Hill, Cooper Cup, uh, and Stephen Diggs. Like, I think those five guys have a wide receiver one potential. Um, after that, I think it kind of falls off slightly. Um, but Diggs is definitely one of those guys like when he's playing well and he's on, he's up there with Chase and Jefferson. So yeah, uh, to get him as the fifth guy is, you know, yeah, that would I be agree. Good. I think the best case scenario looking at this is probably you get like the 11th or 12th pick and hopefully you can turn it into Diggs and Barkley and that, oh, yeah. that could be your, yeah, the turn. Your start. Give me ideas because I'm going to get the 10th pick here. Um, <laughs> all right. Biggest bust. Uh, in the first round. Yep. I mean, it's Kelsey. Yeah, it's gonna be Kelsey. I, it's Kelsey for sure. I I think that that's the obvious one. Okay, uh, moving to the second round here, uh, we have Ceedee Lamb, uh, Brown, Henry, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Amon Ross, St. Brown, and then we have uh, Josh Jacobs, Nick Chubb, Jalen Waddle, Allen Wilson, Hertz, and Tony Pollard. Um, so that is yeah, that's the first twenty-four picks here. Um, love Lamb at wide receiver seven. Um, Patrick Mahomes at QB one 16th pick off the board two Oh four seems a little high for me. Um, yep. I, and that's just my quarterback thing. I, I'm not, I, I don't shun taking quarterbacks high anymore. Um, but second round still feels old. The last time Patrick Mahomes finished as the QB one, which I don't even know that he did this year. He did. He was um, the QB one this year. Uh, he subsequently preceded that with three straight years of not being the QB one and being like QB three or four. So, um, drafting him. <laughs> yeah, too, I wouldn't take not, Mahomes. I wouldn't take Mahomes in that spot. Um, if, I think if you're going to take a QB one, it would be Hurts or Allen. I think. Um, let me. I'm trying to. Yeah, Allen at 209 is much better, but I still don't like a second round pick. I still don't like that either. Jalen Hurts is also in the yeah. second round, so it's like you got three quarterbacks going here. Uh, but you also see this, you know, the first round you had six, seven receivers taken. This round, it kind of levels off a little bit uh, because the wide receiver 11 is taken in Garrett Wilson at pick 22. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the wide receiver 12 isn't taken until pick 27 uh, following that, which we'll get to. Um, but you have your RB9 getting taken here. So a lot more running backs in this round um, evens out. But love Garrett Wilson at pick 22. Yeah, the second round, I feel like, I mean, it's still the second round, but has a lot of good players, mm-hmm. guys who could still be a catalyst for your team, um, which is why those first couple of rounds are so imp- important. But I, like C.D. Lamb, I think is a solid value there. He could be a first-round pick easily. A.J. Brown, same thing. Um, I, I think I would really like a Monra, too, in PPR leagues. Oh, yeah. uh, Jacobs and Chubb, I think, are nine. RB1s. Yeah, exactly. Waddle to me, I like Garrett Wilson. I love obviously, and even Pollard. If Dallas doesn't do anything, is a good value at that spot. So a lot of good picks here. I definitely would not take a quarterback. I think the bust here is probably 
I don't want to say it's Mahomes because he's still going to be really good and you're not going to be like, ah, I shouldn't have taken Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. But uh, to me, he's the QB. He's probably going to be my QB three this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so to take him at like pick 16 to me is just a little high. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to have to agree with that. Um, I am enamored when we initially talked about potential ADP for the season when we drafted the first two rounds together um, mm-hmm. in like was it February. Uh, yeah, I initially thought Josh Jacobs was going to be much higher. Yeah, we had him as a first seven. round pick. We had him as a first round pick. He goes eighteen here. Chubb, no more Kareem Hunt. Doesn't sound right. like he's coming back. They didn't add any running backs through the draft, which was expected. So, you know, if Hunt, if if Chubb stays healthy, this could be the unleashing pass catching and running of Nicholas Chubb um, <laughs> at RB seven. I love that. That's like. If I can yeah. draft him in the second round, I'm going to be I'm going to be on the ground. Um, and then you have Tony Pollard as RB nine, pick twenty four. That is great value for a guy yeah. that's going to be the starting running back for Dallas. Yep. Um, so I'm that's a lot of great picks. Pick. A lot of good running backs. I think I'm putting together the strategy in my skull. See, I like the I I mean I I like the running backs my, too, but I think the wide receivers in this round are really good as well. Oh yeah, they're fantastic. See, this is the problem though. I'm gonna end up I'm gonna end up in the second round and be staring at AJ Brown and CD Lamb right next to Right, you're gonna have no idea what to do. And I'm gonna be like conflicted internally. And then, and then gonna, you take Derek Henry. I'm gonna panic pick Debo again. <laughs> right. So um all right. Uh you already gave your biggest bust. I, I would say my biggest bust is probably Derrick Henry. Um they were already talking about getting rid of him. Clearly, I think Tennessee knows something. I still think he's a great running back, and he'll probably be really good for fantasy this year. But there's always that off chance that um, he's too old. Uh, yeah, Julian, I, he's very interesting because Julian like, Edelman yelled at Tom Brady, "You're too old," and that's what I'm saying right. to Derrick Henry right now. And he's like a guy who, I mean, he finished in points per game wise as the RB four last year, and yeah. he's still like, like I know people that will still take him. I'm surprised he's not a first round pick. I pick 15. Like, I feel like that's a lower than what I expected, but at the same time, he's a what 30 year old running back on a team. That's going to be, I think really bad this year in Tennessee. Yeah. So like I wouldn't take Derrick Henry either, but he is kind of interesting, mm-hmm. but I would agree. He's probably the, I, to me, he's him and Mahomes. I, I just don't love those two spots there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the guy that could potentially um, have a lot of upside is being undervalued. I think that would be Tony Pollard for me in this round. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, man, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I think I, – I don't know if he necessarily is being undervalued, but I really like Garrett Wilson there at the end of the second round oh, yeah. as the wide receiver 11, as someone who could just have a monster breakout year. Yeah, fair enough. Um, third round, we have uh, Travis Etienne, Mark Andrews, uh, T. Higgins, Ramondre Stevenson, Devonta Smith, Najah Harris, uh, Joe Burrow, Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, DK Metcalf, T.J. Hawkinson, Chris Olave. First thing that stood out to me, Ramondre, uh, he's going off the board as the RB11, which does not surprise me. Um, we did have him as a top 12 selection for running back, but we also drafted him top 12. Um, in our initial projection, right? Well, here, they really had like two receivers. He's three Oh four. Um, Patriots didn't add anything. They let Harris walk. Um, James as, Robinson, baby. As time goes, that's true. They had James Robinson. As time goes along, I'm less excited about Ramondre Stevenson. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why, because I know that the it's Patriots, the, the Pats, the Patriots always end up. They draft yep. their draft running backs. They redshirt them. They have two guys: Kevin Harris, Pierre Strong. It's not going to be a workhorse like people think. Yeah, and I like Ramondre, but yeah, I like. And I'm just trying to remember back to Bill O'Brien's days. Like he had Sony Michelle, right? That was that pre. I think that was pre Bill O'Brien. O'Brien was I can't remember. Like that was 2014. I I can't remember who they who they had it. The Shane Vereen days and uh, James White still. Maybe early James White. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, they're going to utilize Ramondre a lot because he's the best player they got. But um. And I, I think 304 is really good. Like, if he's a third-round yeah. running back, that's that's really good for me. Um, Najee falls into this round. He sucked last year. Um, they added some some offensive line help, so maybe that bends in the right direction. But, um, yeah. Who was the second tight end? Mark Andrews at 302. I was like, it said TJ Hawkinson at, t- at tight end three, and I'm like, where'd the second one go? Yeah. Yep, Mark Andrews. This is the sadness that I endure. I will not be drafting TJ Hawkinson this year. Yeah. The thing that has a lot of questions years. to me um, as of now, I don't love Mark Andrews this year because, for one, he's still getting drafted pretty high, and two, they added so many weapons that I feel like they're going to spread the ball out more. Either that or it will open up the field for Mark Andrews to catch more. Yeah, I mean, that's true. That is true. Um, I'm hoping that's not happening because I just traded him away in a dynasty league. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mark Andrews. I'm, I'm. I don't know. I don't love there. We talked about Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker on the last show. Of like, who would we take? Thirteen. They're literally back to back right now. So both those guys have question marks. Um, a lot of question marks here. I don't. I. I like Ramon. Even though I'm with you, I'm a little lower on Ramondre than I was. I still like him at that spot. Mm-hmm. I like T. Higgins there. Um, I'm not crazy about Devonte, but that's not a bad spot. Uh, my favorite player, I think, in this round in this spot is Chris Olave, at wide receiver fifteen at the end of the th- the last pick of the third round, kind of a early fourth round. Um, he could still be a low end wide receiver. Yeah, one. we talked about him a couple. I think it was last week. Yeah, and I was the one that was kind of bullish on him, but at that spot, like I don't mind because I would take him over Metcalf for me, um, and I think he's in that same tier. I think I would take Higgins over him, but I think he's in the same tier as Higgins, so. And Devonte as well, so I think at that spot, that's a pretty good spot for him. Bust for the round? Uh, I don't know. This is tough. I I think it might be. Mm, I don't know, man. It's because there's a lot of guys that I have question marks on, but I don't think any of them to me look like a true bust. Maybe, mm. um, man. I could get some flack on this, but maybe ETN at that just just at that spot. Um, RB ten. Yeah, and he's one of those guys that I I don't know because he could. I've drafted him in in best ball, and like mm-hmm. I do like the player, um, but he has again question marks. He was kind of he, he's not going to be a workhorse, right? So, and they drafted Tank Bigsby in like the third round, so they drafted a running back with some capital. And we all we talk we're talking about Kenneth Walker and his situation, but yeah. we're not really talking as much with ETN. And I just feel like, and I this isn't saying I wouldn't draft him because to me the third round is pretty good. I, I like the third round yeah. almost more than the second round in terms of bust. Like I don't think there's a lot of busts here, mm-hmm. um, but he's someone who I'm a little nervous about at that spot at least. 
So for us, I think we uh, both like Chris Olave here in this spot. Um, yeah. But I guess I would say my my bust would probably be Mondre. Oh, okay. I don't think he's going to be a bust, but I think he's not going to perform that that RB11 position. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about ETN. Yeah. So when we say bust, we're not talking about guys that are just going to completely crap themselves like normal people would say, but just a guy that underperforms the ADP. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie to it. I think you'd probably disagree with this one, but I'm not crazy about Devontae either. Yeah, but I think he'll be fine. Just because I, I think what he was last year with Jalen Hurts to yeah. me is his ceiling. Now, I'm I'm just not like like I love Joe Burrow. I love Burrow here. I love, yeah, I was, yeah, I was just gonna, gonna say, say I, that. Yeah. I I absolutely love Joe Burrow, and I think he's amazing. But in order for him to have a really good fantasy football season, he needs to throw thirty-five to forty touchdowns, which he's been doing, <laughs> which which he has been doing. But that doesn't even get him in the top five most times. He was QB four last year. Was he really? Yeah, but that's a third right. round selection. Like I'm not, I'm not right. about that. And Fields Lamar was hurt. And Fields, I, to yeah. me, like Fields and Lamar, I would have take both over him. Yeah, yeah. So um, let's jump to the fourth round. Where we're going to talk about some of those guys: uh, Gibbs, Lamar Jackson, Debo Samuel, Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, um, Justin Fields, George Kittle, Keenan Allen, Joe Mixon. Amari Cooper, DeAndre Hopkins, and Justin Herbert come into this slot. Justin Herbert, uh, Lamar Jackson, and um, Justin Fields all stand out to me. I don't like how high they're getting taken. I would like them better in the fifth round. But I think all three of those guys are better values than the three guys that – yeah, or the four guys that are mentioned in the first, four, you know, first three rounds. So I would take any one of those guys over here. Uh, Debo, I agree. Debo is a steal at wide receiver sixteen. Yes, yep. Dalvin, He's the guy I immediately looked at. Dalvin Cook is a steal as the running back sixteen. If so, he starts. <sighs> If he starts for Minnesota or he goes he, to Kansas City, those two options. He's fine. Well, that's true. But. Um, Running back 60. If he goes to Kansas City, I think his ADP is going to jump. If he stays in Minnesota and this is where he holds, like, that's fine. I don't know about Aaron Jones with Green Bay. Um, we'll find out there. But You should I do mean, some underdog drafts because Dalvin Cook is a seventh-round pick in underdog, sixth or seventh. Whiz. Joe Mixon, sounds like he's staying in Cincinnati. He's RB18. So Might get suspended, though. Oh, for what? Uh, he He did something. I don't remember, but... It wouldn't be as bad as Kamara. That's why he's not as low. Yeah. Um, but he might be facing like a small suspension. So um, I'm looking at this round though, and I'm like, normally I take a running back, and and the guy that I would take here, and he's so high, would probably be Gibbs, if I was taking yep. a running back. I would at, take. Uh, yep. at, at wide receiver, it's Debo, but after Debo, I'm kind of scared. Like yeah. Amari Cooper, DeAndre <laughs> Hopkins, I'm not really in on. Like, and, yeah. and Hopkins might be fine, but. You know, I mean, because it's wide receiver 19 and it's a fourth round pick. So, and it's a late fourth, basically a fifth. So, like, what are you really risking? But I would take, you know, Calvin Ridley over him, DJ Moore maybe over him. So, um, maybe not DJ Moore because I'm kind of out on him too. But, you know, I just don't know. Like, I'm thinking, like, do I go quarterback this round? Mm. Because I like all three of them. Do I take yeah. that risk? I don't know. It's tough. Um, yeah. It, it, this is another, you know, solid round. Uh, I don't know if there's a lot of guys. There's I, a bunch I, of guys I don't I, like after yeah. um, after George Kittle. Some of these two are like, 
I want to see my projections with some of these guys. I agree with you, though. The, the first guy that stood out to me was Debo. That's great value. Dalvin, to me, is interesting because if he stays in Minnesota, which he – I think Schefter reported that they're yeah. done with him. So he's not staying – they're either going to cut him, they're going to trade him. Mm-hmm. He's not staying in Minnesota. I don't know why. I don't know what happened. But he's gone. So that's going to be kind of a tricky one where that could end up being – kind of a bad value there or it could be a great value so we'll have to see with his landing spot and what's going on i don't know if like the chiefs would be amazing Mm -hmm. so it totally will depend um i don't mind gibbs there um the quarterbacks as well i agree 100 percent. i would this is where i would probably target for quarterback if you're going for one early um Mm -hmm. especially fields there yeah uh the guys i don't like i don't know if i can pick one but you're right. After Kittle, to me, Keenan Allen, Nixon, Cooper, Hopkins, I'd probably am staying away from that grouping. Um, and believe it or not, if I had to pick one, I think my bust here is Hopkins. And it's not necessarily on him, mm-hmm. but if Kyler Murray's going to miss half the season or more, and he stays with the uh, Arizona Cardinals, like I don't see a path there where he has a great season. And again, bust is loose because he's Hopkins. So he's still going to get a lot of catches, probably will get a lot of yards. Yeah. And will be like a you know you decent fancy receiver, but what is it? I said you just think he'll underperform his ADP. I think he'll underperform. Yeah, I don't think he'll yeah. be a great option, and I don't think he's. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, but I don't want to draft him in the fourth round. So there's that. Yeah, I mean, if so, if Kyler Murray's out for like the year or close to the year, are you would that change? Oh your yeah, opinion? that changes everything. Yeah, because uh, right I, now I, there's talks that he's out first ten weeks of the year. Oh jeez. Never so mind. this is well, like last, ACL at the end of the season. Like last so. year when you, yeah, I think Hop actually might fall down. I don't think he's going to be that high when the season starts. Um, it's it's all going to depend with Kyler. All right, fifth round. Uh, you have Ridley, Goddard, Darren Waller, Kyle Pitts, Damian Pierce, um, DJ Moore, Trevor Lawrence, um, mm-hmm. Terry McLaurin, DeAndre Swift, Miles Sanders, J.K. Dobbins, uh, Jerry Judy, and Chris Godwin. Um, actually, Chris Godwin's a sixth round pick. Uh, but anyway. Um, I love Miles Sanders and DeAndre Swift in this range. I don't mind J.K. Dobbins in this range. Uh, they're wide receiver 20, 21, and 22, so it could be some value there in the fifth. Um, not a lot of receivers we're looking at. Uh, my favorite would probably be Calvin Ridley. Um, obviously, he hasn't played for a year, so a lot of people don't know what their expectations are of him. Um, and Kyle Pitts still too friggin' high. You people are dumb. I mean, as the tight end, to me... I actually like Kyle Pitts this year. I in think the it, fifth round? I've, I've been telling you that for a while. I don't mind no, Kyle Pitts. I don't mind. But last not. year, he stabbed people in the chest. And, like, as a fifth-round selection, I'm done. Like, I, I'm not drafting Kyle Pitts that high. I'm not doing that. I, I get it. I, I would take Kyle Pitts, but the fifth round, yeah, you're probably right. That's a little – I think I, it, as, like, a sixth, seventh-round pick, I, I'm drafting. Because I, I, I think you know, as a rookie tight end, I know he underperformed because people, he was like a tight end. Wasn't he like the tight end three? His yeah, rookie year like getting that. drafted. Yeah. He still finished as the tight end six as a rookie. Like, you know how crazy that is? For no, a he's a great end? player. Just last year, he was very underwhelming. Uh, right. And he, exactly. That's why I thought I'd be completely all in on him this year. Fifth round pick. I thought I'd, he'd be like a seventh or eighth round. People are getting and the, the same idea round. you are. If he falls to the sixth, seventh, or if he falls to the seventh, eighth, or ninth round, similar I wouldn't to even take him in last year, I'll take him. I would take him in the sixth. The where fifth. I, where did I take Hawk last year? I don't. I don't even remember. He he fell for you. 
in like the seventh. I think you, you took him in the seventh. <sighs> that was a that was that was glorious. But he was supposed to be like a fifth round. I didn't pick. want to take a tight end at all. I think Kyle Pitts could be that. I I so but yeah, fifth round is probably too high. Um, uh, my favorite player here. It cuts off at what pick 60, 61? Uh, 60. Pick pick sixty. So my favorite player is Judy. Yeah, and I, you know, you, you might be like, you you guys drove this bus last year, and he uh, we drove it right to the ravine. Wasn't great, but we were kind of right about Judy. Future last New England year. Patriot. Ugh, well, I hope so. I don't. I don't think so, though. But I hope so. Um, but Judy here to me, um, like we drove the bus last year, and we were mostly right because he was still, I think, a top twenty receiver, and he missed time. Mm-hmm. Um, there were games too where he got hurt in the first quarter. Like if he just played a healthy season last year, he was going to be like a top fifteen guy. Yeah, and he was in an offense that was really bad. You bring Sean Payton in, and yeah, I mean, if Russ is cooked, then it's not going to really matter that much. But even worst case scenario, you get what you got last year, which at this spot is still good. Yeah, <laughs> and best case scenario, you get Sean Payton in there. Russ gets revived. If Russell Wilson is back to Seahawks, Russell Wilson or close mm-hmm. to it with Sean Payton, Jerry Judy's going to be a stud, and this is going to be the steal of the draft. So I love Jerry Judy here. Um. And then I'm not crazy about the tight ends here, and I'd probably say yeah. Waller no, would be my bust. I'm noticing as I um, as I scroll down, there's a trend here. Like Evan Ingram is picked sixth, eleven. Um, yeah, that's and he's a tight end eight, tight end nine is David Njoku at seven ten, tight end Ugh. ten is Pat Fryermuth in the seventh round. Like I'm okay with that, but you know, it's just there's the, the tight ends. Does it make you want really to take high. a tight end early, like a Kittle or Hawk? Not really. I I might just punt it and. <laughs> Not at my all. fingers. Just take one. Yeah, not just take one. But anyway, um, yeah. So we'll stop with the f- we'll stop in the fifth round. But I just wanted to go through some other guys. Christian Watson, um, wide receiver, twenty five. He's I like Godwin really and Watson runner. there. Uh, we were there. talking about Isaiah Pacheco on our previous show. Uh, right now he's running back twenty five, which is no. Get the frig out of here in the sixth round with Isaiah Pacheco. Um, yeah, I mean it starts. This is where it, like. Typically, the sixth round is where I start looking at tight end, um, sixth or seventh, because there's just no one available. Like, but I don't like the tight ends here. So I don't I like Ingram. I, like, I don't like Njoku I like that much. I like, at this spot, I like Firemuth, Firemuth I, is okay, dog. but they have. I don't know. It's always weird seeing guys like know, Alvin Kamara at pick seventy-seven. Yeah, he's probably gonna get suspended for like half a year or so. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of different guys um, as you jump into the later rounds. Um, and I think after round seven, I will say there's there's like, you know, it's really a pick your poison. Like, who are your favorite players? You know, because I typically start reaching for guys a little bit um, that I like to make sure I get them. So, like, Kadarius Tooney's pick 908. Um, you know, that's a guy I really like, so I might draft him in the eighth round. Um, if, if, you know, I want to invest in him, you know, other guys, Juju Smith-Schuster, nine twelve, wide receiver 45. That's not awful. He's getting taken two picks ahead of Jacoby Myers. I actually, Kadarius Tooney there is, could be it. Yeah, no, that's steal. The steal. Draft. Absolute steal. Um, and they got Jordan Addison. I don't mind at nine Oh one. There you go. He's the first rookie, right? Mm-hmm. Off the board. Uh, I don't know. For receivers. No, I don't uh, think Jackson where was Smith, Jack? Jackson Smith the Jacobo went eighty one. Oh, so second round. Yeah, I like Addison there more than 
So, but there is a lot of, you know, 10th round and on is, is even more, you know, flyers, but I always say the first, um, you know, the first five to seven rounds of your draft are the solidification of the core of your team. And then everything else, like you want to take shots. So like you might see some older guys here, like Alvin Kamara pick 77 that you might be looking at. And it's like, if he doesn't get suspended, which he hasn't yet, um, you might look at him as an option in the later rounds to be like, Oh, I'm going to get this guy, but he's also old. He's facing suspension. There's all this other he's, stuff. He might be in a running back committee as well. <laughs> I would rather go with a guy like Javante Williams at pick 29, you know, or um, I'm trying to find another running back like AJ Dillon. Um, he's mm, picked 90 Rashad white. Who's just ahead of him, right? Rashad white. Who's just ahead right. of him. So yeah. like, I, you know, to me, I'm, I'm going to go with a younger, you know, uh, prospect that could hit, Javante does the older guy. Javante does. Yeah, he is kind of scary. But like you have you have some of these guys, and it's like, you know, the older guys tend to fall back um a little bit later in rounds and stuff like that. So, you know, you just want to keep like yeah. Michael Thomas is gonna be a hot pick in the in the ninth round. Everyone's gonna be like, oh, Michael Thomas, he's coming back. For a third straight year. I'd rather take Tony. You know, yes, I'd rather yeah, take I Jordan Addison. I'd rather take even Jahan Dotson. I don't even like him. Um, Gabe Davis, Cortland Sutton. Like, I'd rather have those guys than Michael Thomas. Yeah, so, anyway, that's just a strategy for me. Like, after I get the core right, 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 team right. done, I'm gonna no, take. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take good shots. Yeah, like players who are the guy. Like, I like Traylon Burks as a as a flyer. You do. I do. Uh, I know that offense blows, but he's gonna be like the guy is this that our year. New Tyler Boyd. What is that? Is that our new Tyler Boyd? Three straight years. Uh, remember yeah, that, remember that train probably. Tyler Boyd for three, four straight seasons. We were like, you can get him in the seventh round. This goes a steal. Yeah, no, but you're right. Like the Kadarius Tonys. Um, I I don't mind. I like Dotson because I like the player more, but yeah. a little scared because if Sam Howell blows, they're screwed. Um, AJ Dillon is actually screwed. that's pretty good value mm-hmm. at that spot. Yeah. Um, if Alvin Kamara is suspended, Jamal Williams is going to be good value there. What do you think of Khalil Herbert? Quickly. Um, ask me in two months. Okay, because I'm not that him. high on him. But where is he going? I, he's tenth round, end of the tenth round. Yeah, no, I do that. I do that. Right. Um, I, I do the that Bears well. don't have a running back, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's him and uh, they signed uh the guy I hated that ended up being okay on the Panthers. Oh yeah, no, that's not even a competition. That's his competition. So. Yes, and they liked Khalil Herbert. That's why they right. let Monty go. And they so. did draft somebody in the fourth round. Oh, Roshan Johnson. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. so there could be but, some competition there. For there him. will be, but I think Herbert probably gets the first crack at it. So Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, you like Gibby there? 12th round pick? Antonio, Antonio Gibson? Gibson? Yeah. Holy crap. Yes. I'll take a lot yeah. of him. You know, Alexander Madison in the 12th round is going to be – not a twelfth round pick. <laughs> he's oh, if, gonna if fly yeah, he's going to fly up boards, that's going to be a massive change. But anyway, um, always fun analyzing the ADP. Uh-huh. There you go. This is all the information you need for the, at least the first six rounds. We are going to break down ADP as the season go off season goes along. We're going to hop into mock drafts, draft guys in certain areas. It's going to be a good time. Um, but take this information, soak it in, and hope it holds because this is the best time of the year. See you later, guys. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube. 
and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.